He had to know if her car was still there. It was almost five in the morning and still dark. He sat in the SUV, parked at the edge of Lake Eola Park in Orlando, staring at the Lexus. How many hours had he spent watching her house, her office, her car? He didn't know. It didn't matter. He was going to make her pay. His body felt stiff like a discarded, lifeless marionette. He jerked the door open and got out, sucking down a lungful of cool, moist air. To his great surprise, he saw her tall figure headed toward him. Her head was down, and she was striding purposefully up East Robinson. Quick, get the knife. He popped open the glove compartment and grabbed it. A black chain-link fence prevented access to the foliage in front of the Lexus, so he simply dropped down below the front of the car, out of sight. She stood next to the car, a thin strap across her body. She pulled the flat Louis Vuitton purse around to the front, but she never got the little bag unzipped. He grabbed her around the neck from behind, flashing the knife in her face. She yelped in fear, and he lifted her chin with the flat side of the blade. Shut up or I'll cut you. He dragged her past the fence, over the grass toward the SUV. Her terror doubled as she realized she was about to be forced into a car. When he loosened his grip for a moment, she wrenched herself free and saw his face. You! She bolted and ran down the three or four steps leading through the trees toward the lake. A few feet behind her, he managed to grab her sweater and yanked it, pulling her into the cover of the trees. Out of control, and as panicked as she was, he swiped the knife wildly at her, right and left. Ah! she cried out, as the blade sliced downward on her wrist. Hugging her cut right hand tight to her body, she swung her left arm at him with all her might, connecting solidly with his right forearm, knocking the knife from his hand. For a heartbeat or two, he looked at his empty hand. She seized the moment and the knife. She lunged at him, and he jumped back. Bitch, I'm going to kill you. Desperate to get away from him, she shot a look over her shoulder and quickly backed onto the nearby walkway that circled the lake. A dense fog hung over the water, and widely spaced lanterns created dim pearls of light strung along the concrete. Swinging the knife back and forth, she continued to hold him at bay, feeling weaker by the minute. Her wrist was throbbing. She pulled it away from her chest and looked down. Her blood was pumping out in spurts. Horrified, she pressed it tightly to her body again, looking frantically up and down the walkway for someone, anyone who could help her. There was no one. She turned and ran, lifting legs that felt like lead. The swan boats, they were directly ahead. She ran past the outdoor tables of a darkened restaurant and veered into a small grouping of trees at the entrance to the boat dock. There was a knee-high black gate with a loose cable securing it. She pushed it down with the knife, stepped through, and staggered to the end of the short dock. He was right on her heels. She whirled and lunged at him again, and he backed up to the gate, Pain etching her face, she threatened him with the knife as she fumbled with her injured hand.
finally unhooking the furthest swan boat. She threw the knife in and fell in behind it. He made a grab for the boat, but his hand slipped as she gathered the last of her strength and pushed down hard on the pedals. The swan slid away, rippling the still, smoked glass surface of the lake. She wasn't more than a few feet out when she lost consciousness. Adrift, the silvery swan and its passenger slipped into a shroud of fog.